Seems good on my end. Does that help? That's better. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Um, so I was thinking about what I was going to talk about if there wasn't a lot of people on today. Um, if you don't want to get coached and you just have questions about stuff or topics or ideas, type it in the chat and I'm happy to, I'm happy to riff as needed. Um, and there we go. And the thing I wanted to talk about tonight, because I forgot about it today was regulating our nervous system of like when you feel riled up or tense or like any sort of like feeling that you want to process through, like having a list of things to do. There's a book about this. Jess knows. There's a book about this of like keeping beside you. I want to say it was like one of the sober books. I can't remember now. Basically keeping a list of things that you do to like get your nervous system regulated, um, make you feel better. And this concept is very new to me. Um, probably in the last year, I just thought I was always like high energy. And now I would just wonder how much cortisol I was just going on and caffeine for like 15 years and realizing that I have the power to change and regulate my nervous system. Um, is not really something you get taught in med school, right? Of like, you're activated. How can you deactivate? You're in your sympathetic. How can you switch to your parasympathetic? Like that we have control over that. And it's actually like amazing that you can do that, right? If you want to change your state. And I think De Jess did a post on this the other day of like what she does as far as like getting out in nature, you know, journaling, to me, when I'm wound up, like I, I tend to talk to my husband because he can just like hold space for me and um, getting coached is awesome too. My husband does not coach me. Um, exercise works well for me. Uh, yoga, breathing is something I'm getting more familiar with and was like po basically poo-pooing <laughs> until like Oh, it works for me too. I'm not a special human. One of my partners had a patient today who said that meditation didn't work for them. And I was like, we're not very special humans. Like we're, we all have the same basic body system. Like these things can work. It, mostly we're just resistant to it. Um, coloring, drawing, repetitive motion, um, that's why people do like the tapping, ETF, the tapping, basically just to calm ourselves down. I'm like getting out of that activated, like basically when I'm in that activated system, I just want to like tear up the room. Um, and, and sometimes I'm like, I'm here and I have enough awareness now where I'm like, okay, I'm here and I want to change my nervous system. I want to not have this bother me as much as it does. I want to, I want to create space between the stimulus and my reaction. Right. And these are kind of the things that, um, that we do. And it's different for everybody, but a lot of these techniques are like repetitive. They work for a lot of people. Um, and just something to play with as far as like, figuring out what works for you, like walking, talking, getting coached, writing, drawing, yoga, repetitive motion, tapping, um, getting out in nature, all these things. Because I think, especially with our surgery training, we are taught that our bodies don't matter. We work when we're, we're sick. We work when we're tired. We work when we have to pee. We work when we're hungry, right? And so we really get separate from realizing we have any control over trying to help our body feel better. Um, and then when you do, you're like, oh my gosh, it works. It works for me too. This is insane. Um, so yeah, that was, that was the kind of the topic I wanted to talk about of like having that list because when you're, when you're in that activated nervous system, you can just be like, what do I do? What's on my list? Oh, right. Like you don't have to try to figure it out. Making tea. 
leaving and making tea. Um, lots of things that can help. So there's nobody that wants to come on coaching tonight. There's not many people here, so maybe it won't be a long session. Or if there's any sort of concepts, New Year's goals, end of year goals. There you go. Come on up. Come on up. Here we go. A lot of talk. Hey, Saturn. Good evening. <laughs> Thanks for making it. Yes. Well, after I got all messed up on the timing earlier, <laughs> it um, I am getting ready to start four days of call and it's cold and yucky weather. And I'm definitely not excited about that. <laughs> Yeah. And it's you know, Christmas. <laughs> I hear I start call tomorrow morning and we're supposed oh, to get yeah. nine inches and then it's Christmas and my daughter's birthday. And I'm yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the COVID and the flu. All the things. Yeah. Everybody's sick too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We definitely don't have as, as much staff. Like they just all, they get all sick. <laughs> What do you want to talk about? Um, I was thinking about that. <laughs> um, so, uh, I guess something I could talk about is um, Did I lose you or are you just taking a long time to think? Oh, there you maybe... are. Did I lose you? Hmm. Let's see. Is it now I got gotcha. you? Is it working? Yeah, now I got gotcha. you. Okay, that was weird. Hmm. I know. I'm like, she's um, just being very, very thoughtful right now. And then you're like, maybe the internet's down. <laughs> oh, who knows? It might be. It's like so, the weather's so weird. Right. Um, so, um, I, last Sunday, um, one of my partners was on call because I have this extended weekend and he started calling me in the morning about a patient from a few months ago that has a not really related, but somewhat related issue. But he, I told him, I'm like, I'm not really available today. I have stuff going on. Um, had a bunch of sporting events for my kids and some other plans. And he uh, kept calling me and I, I, eventually he took the patient. Um, she was at another hospital and she ended up, she needed a surgery. Um, and so he, I don't, my perception was he was not very interested in accepting the patient. And I was like, well, I mean, I do think it is something that I think, you know, you would, you could probably be able to do fine <laughs> surgery on. Um, but, and they did eventually accept the patient, took her to the operating room and, um, and uh, I, he updated me every couple hours. I'm not sure that I needed that. Um, and then when he took her to the operating room, he told me. So I came in and when I got there, he was basically finished. And I was like, oh, not really sure why I needed to come in, but okay. <laughs> I, I guess it was. And then. I think it was just kind of the whole situation was frustrating. And then the next day he 
is going out of town. And so he left me with my feeling about it was a lot of stuff to take care of, a lot of things to follow up with, which is fine. But I kind of, I feel like it should go both directions. Um, and I think that's probably like, if, if I need a day off, then, then I would like somebody to help cover me. And I guess that was my beginning of the week situation. Did you show up the, the way you wanted to show up? How do you feel about that? Um, actually, I was kind of disappointed in myself because I thought I was setting boundaries, but then they didn't, I didn't stick with them. Did you communicate, this is like boundary questions. Did you communicate your boundaries to the person you were setting them with? Yeah. I mean, the first thing he called when he called me, I was like, I'm not available. So I, that to me was, you know, because I've thought about this when it happens, I decided that's what I'm going to say when I'm not available and I wasn't. And so, but I guess I felt like my boundaries were not, were not respected. Yeah. Um, One tip on boundaries. I was just watching this is there are like not the word consequences but like there's going to be something you're going to do if the boundaries are violated yeah right so like i'm not available and if you call me again i'm not going to be able to answer my phone <laughs> like something where it's like cuz cuz otherwise he's like wait you you are available cuz you're talking to me right now and then you came in to the or so you were you were actually available right right like, That's why I'm mad at myself. <laughs> it was like, well, you were available though. Like I, I get kind of against your will, but, um, but yeah, it was like, you know, were you clear on I'm not available. So if you try to call me again, I'm not going to be able to answer my phone or, you know, something like that. And then holding your back to that. Right. Yeah. And I'm actually, when he gets back, I'm going to talk to him about this and say, look, one, when I told you I wasn't available next, and maybe that's what I'll say. I just, I won't be available and won't answer my phone. I mean, I feel like if you really need me, then that's fine. But he didn't need me because he got in and didn't even have me scrub in. (laughs) You know, he's just like, oh, here's what I did. And I'm like, you didn't need me. Right. Right. But if um, he like really needed me, I want to, I, I think that is worthwhile where I can totally throw everything, like disappoint everybody in, in my family and do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think his, his uh, manual was for that? I think he thinks that he's getting ready to go out of town and this is what happens every time. <laughs> so he's getting ready to go out of town and what happens? Um, just going to take the the other surgeons will just take care of my stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that your guys' agreement? I mean, we definitely do cover each other but like I always try to like get everything queued up like I will do all the discharge stuff I'll do the discharge summary I'll you know everything has to be e-scribed now so I'll figure out the whole situation where do they want it sent to because that's kind of a disaster you know when it gets sent to the pharmacy and that one's not open on you know Saturday afternoon at 6 p.m. So yeah, I get, I'm like, you need to get somebody to go pick it up while it's, you know, I like take care of that stuff, Mm -hmm. but I don't, sometimes others don't have that same maybe urgency or. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, I think what I'm hearing is like, just working on being very clear about expectations. Yeah. Because in the lack of clarity, there, there goes my day. Right. And I think that's what I'm going to do when he returns. I'm going to be like, okay, I will cover your patients when you're gone. I have no problem with that, but here's my expectations for it to work. And if it, if this doesn't work, then I, I'm going to find a different way to handle Paul, which maybe I will only cover the people that, that follow what my expectations are. Yeah. That's a great thing. It can be, it can be whatever you want, right? Like mm-hmm. there's no, like, you're, we're, we're literally, we're all just making this up. <laughs> so, right. but like, you know, if you, maybe you don't do that stuff for him. You don't tee up your patients if he's going to, you know, like what, what I'm, I'm making stuff up now. Yeah. But like, it doesn't have to be harsh. It doesn't have to be like, and then I'll never take call again. Like it can be whatever, whatever feels good to you. Right. Yeah. I think that's probably what, yeah. You got this. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like carving out the way you live your life. Right. Of like, do I go in every single time? I, I'm not assuming, assuming he's a junior partner, but anytime anybody kind of wants to like hang out with you, <laughs> right? Right, exactly. You really don't need you, but like you're nice to have around. You're probably pretty supportive. It's an extra hand. Yeah. Feel secure, right? Like versus like, I'm here for you, but like, let's talk about what that means. Yeah. Because I got I got to have some time not in the hospital so I, so I can keep right. doing this crazy thing. Right. Yeah. He's not a junior partner. <laughs> yeah. That is, you know, like I, I hate to make assumptions of like, sometimes some cases give people, these people, the willies and this, it's super easy for these people, you know, like. Sure. But if he's just right. wants to hang out with you and like, not on Saturday when it's my son's birthday. Right. Exactly. Totally. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. I've kind of, you know, I've been thinking about it all week. And um, so I'm glad to get to coach on it tonight to just kind of put it into it and figure out how I can regulate better in the future. Yeah, totally. And I think, you know, the the benefit of like processing it now before you go back in is like cleaning up all the feelings of like last weekend, it pissed me off when you blow up, like you're cleaning all that up yeah. before you go in and you're like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, you know, when I blah, 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 blah. Because mm-hmm. you're not like, you're not like carrying that and be like, cause then that delivery comes across differently. That makes sense. I don't know if I was, yes. I don't know if I made sense there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want it to be this, uh, accusatory or negative event. I just, here's the facts and this is what I'm going to do next time. And this is what I expect of you. Yeah. Totally. And I love working with you and any questions (laughs) like, you know, it could be like, it could be like as warm as you want it to be and still have very firm boundaries of like, when I'm out, I'm out. Mm -hmm. When you're out, I would be awesome if the you did this for, you know? Yeah. Cause then it'd be equal. Right. Cool. Cool. All right. We're here for you. You got this. <laughs> Adulting's hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> By the time we get super good at adulting, like. Be ready to retire. Yeah. <laughs> totally awesome all right i'll let you go i'll see if anybody else wants to come on for the night okay take care all right there's our snowstorm i knew people were going to come in with the crazy weather everybody's having 
So raise your hand if you want to come on. Or if you have any questions or concepts, let me know. Okay, here we go. We're going to talk to Snowstorm. Snowstorm. Hello. How's it going? So snowy. I'm in Western, I'm in Western New York, so we're about to be hit. You're going to get hit. Is it super yeah. cold? It's supposed to be really cold and really snowy and windy and, you know, all that good stuff. We're used to it out here, though. We got 13 inches on Tuesday and we don't, oh, wow. we don't, the myth, like people are like, stop saying we don't own snow plows. We don't own snow plows. <laughs> we have dump trucks that they put hydraulic scoops on the front of. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm from Northern Minnesota. So like, I'm allowed to make fun of like, we can't, right. handle, we can't handle 13 inches. Just say right, right. And like, we're getting another nine today. And I'm like, eh. Town, the yeah. town's gonna lose their shit pretty soon. Yeah, it makes a big difference when you're used to it. Like they're out there salting and plowing the roads already around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, and then Seattle's like, we can't use salt. You know, and we're like, okay, let's just have the economy come to a complete standstill for a week. Like, fine. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah, we can't worry about that shit around here. No, like you have to function, otherwise you'd be down for months. Like. Yeah, absolutely. The Minnesota would be down for six months. It has yeah. to. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, here we're like, we don't know what to do, but we can't use salt and we don't, <laughs> we don't have snow plows. <laughs> but we don't know what to do. Okay. It's, it's very funny out here and it's beautiful. But like, yeah, coming, being a Midwestern person, I'm like, they can handle, they can handle a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, winter. Yeah, I I am um, trained in the Midwest and I just remember the cold. It was just so cold. <laughs> People plugged in their cars. Yeah, I I honestly like I walked to a residency every morning and sometimes I would wear ski goggles because I was afraid my eyeballs would freeze. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I remember like third and fourth year of med school getting up at like three in the morning to drive to like pre-round to round mm -hmm. to then round. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I just remember how cold it was. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm like, I don't have, I don't wake up that early much anymore. It's luxurious. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would see oh. that time when I'm on call. <laughs> yeah, totally. All right. What do you got going on besides the weather? Um. Okay. Yeah. So, um, just like most things, um, the same themes tend to come up over and over again. And one of the big ones for me I've struggled with is like perfectionism. And I think I've made a lot of progress myself with kind of trying to let that go. But um, uh, we actually talked about this not too long ago, but I've realized I also tend to hold a lot of other people to extremely high standards too. And then when they don't meet those standards, I get frustrated, you know, <laughs> and I think it's, it's largely subconscious, you know what I mean? Like on the surface, I think I'm very like forgiving and, and, and okay with it, but then I'm not <laughs> really like, I'm realizing that those emotions are coming from somewhere, you know what I mean? Right. Those feelings and emotions yeah. and like, particularly my husband, <laughs> points but it's not just my husband it's like other you know people I interact with when they do work around my house or people at work or you know what I mean it, it shows up a lot of places mm -hmm. so and um so that that pain point for me is getting really like frustrated and bent out of shape when other people don't necessarily meet the standards that you know I must be holding for them mm -hmm. and yeah. I, I do that for myself for sure. But then I think, you know, yeah, if that's making sense. Totally. Oh yeah. I get, I get that. <laughs> um, do you catch yourself in the act or I do like, more now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've talked a lot about awareness. Yeah. Yeah. And then what do you do yeah. when you catch yourself in the act of it? Usually what I want to do is have everybody just leave me alone until I can process it. I'm finding that's challenging as a busy surgeon mom. <laughs> Because there's so many demands on you that I like, yeah. I can't. It's hard to find that. Like, 
yeah big time totally so then it just kind of grows and then I have I've been trying to then find that time but sometimes in the process I take a lot of people down with me (laughs) yeah fair enough I I get it um when you catch yourself in perfection in the perfectionism are, are you and you do not this can be a like a no to this answer but do you ever catch yourself and like just realize how silly it is are you ever struck by like the silliness of it? Like, like that those expectations are kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Or like, I'm, or like I'm doing it again, like as conscious of this, as like much as I've been coached, I'm, I'm like, here we go. It's Tuesday. Yeah. 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 But, but I guess my question is like, are you beating yourself up for that? Or are you like realizing like, oh yeah, sometimes some things were just really well trained in. Yeah, no, I think this time around, like, just one example, like, for the other night, I was just, um, I think part of it is overwhelmed, too, like, the, the pain point the other night was with my husband, because, like, we have had several conversations about, like, 50-50 parenting, and, you know, like, holding up his end of the bargain, and, you know, and um, it's, it. To me, it seems like he's constantly dropping the balls. You know what I mean? And I don't know if that's really true or if it's just me holding him to my standard and not his standard. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, and I think the other thing is like when we when we think the ball's been dropped, we're going to freaking prove it. Like I'm going <laughs> to find five balls that are on the floor. Right. Right? Like I, I try if hard we look not to for do it, that. then it's like it's then it's so easy to find all the drop balls. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like the lens, like the lens switch of like, I'm going to look for five ways that he's a great dad. Right. I'm going to look for five ways he dropped the ball. Like the brain will find what we, what we filter it. Yes. Just yes. like crazy. Cause sometimes I just like to like pick the filter out of the underwear drawer in the morning and be like, I'd like <laughs> this one all day long. <laughs> be so much nicer. Yeah. Um. So yeah, maybe that's like, the redirect you know what I mean because it is very easy to go down that spiral of like he didn't do this and he didn't do that and he didn't do that <laughs> you know well yeah and it, it's like the cyclone that like makes the overwhelm worse mm-hmm. too. because yeah. then, you're, then you're like I was already overwhelmed now I have to solve these problems right and then you're like mm-hmm. what part of this is just my brain like doing the positive feedback loop of overwhelm right which is so much easier to see like now when we're chatting than like when you're in the moment. Yeah. I just get angry. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I think overwhelm is totally real and I think Mm -hmm. our nervous system being ramped up is totally real. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, we were trained to like never listen to our body. Right. Right. Of like, yep. Do whatever it takes when you're hungry and starving and, you know, tired and sick. And like, now we're like, oh, maybe I act a certain way because I'm like stressed and wound up and like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe there's a different way. And that's what I was talking about. I think it was before you came on today, I was actually talking about for like for the first four minutes of like having a list of like, so you don't have to like solve the problem when you're stressed out. Of like just mm-hmm. having a list of like what do I do when I'm overwhelmed? What do I do when I'm ramped up? Mm, yeah, that's a good idea. Just to be just because a it makes you feel so much better. Of like, I need to go outside. I need to go color. I need to go make tea. I need to go stretch for six minutes. I need to go breathe. Mm-hmm. Right. Of like just realizing like. I the the our power to take ourselves out of that nervous system state is like something we've never been taught. No, absolutely not. And so the other day when this was kind of going on, I like came I had a like super busy day at work, you know, like didn't even get lunch, like straight through work and then came home and then had to like uh run my kids to piano lessons and then we were going right to his birthday dinner you know and it's 
<laughs> and I'm like, this is supposed to be my son's birthday dinner. We're supposed to be having fun. And all I want to do is like go home and be by myself. <laughs> yeah. And like, and like being able to like acknowledge yourself in that and be like, yeah, you're tired. Like, mm-hmm. of course That's we want right. it. And it's like, it's, you know, almost like don't beat yourself up for like being tired. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, of course you're tired. Yeah, it was cranky. <laughs> I know. Who, like, and who would, but you're hungry. You're tired. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like you've been, literally yeah. been on all day long. Yeah. Of like, yeah. just, the, you know, acknowledging it. And like, again, it's the aware, awareness of like, I'm going to, I'm going to have to like hold myself in. So I don't take this out on other people right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And I think mm-hmm. that's like, that's like where the adulting happens. Because like, man, it just, it, it releases energy to just take it out on people. And right. we just want that energy to be released, you know? Right. Well, and lots of times it ends up being those closest to you that you do it because you're, you know. Yeah. It's you're, so you're, it's like, you know, the, the five-year-old that falls apart on mom and is like yes. an, an angel at school. Yeah. Like, exactly. You're just safer to fall apart on mom. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because I love her the most. <laughs> well, and um, I actually, and sometimes I think I'm doing a good job of it, but my husband's much more sensitive to it, you know? So like, I think I'm, I'm like holding it in, but he knows I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. totally. And like, they just know us, man. Yeah. Like they like, they've been paying attention, which is kind of sweet. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> pissed that I can't hide this better but it's kind of sweet that you know me so well (laughs) (laughs) right yeah yeah Yeah. I mean I think you know so much perfectionism is like us having it on our ourselves too you know and like me not wanting to be told that I'm not good enough smart enough can't get it all done and then like that's the lens I, I put on the world yeah um, yeah, I would say specifically in this situation, I, I was definitely having the thoughts that like, I do so much, like, can't you just do this one thing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was definitely part of my thoughts that were going totally. on. Totally. So. I've been working, I've actually been working on that a lot because like the reoccurring theme for me, and this might land for you or it might not, this might just be an interesting story, <laughs> but mm-hmm. Like, I'll get that. And then I realized, like, I'm being, and I got coached on this, like, years ago. And it keeps coming back of, like, I'm being entitled. And I and, and it's almost, like, really, it, it feels even harsh for me to say that ab- to about myself, right? But I'm, yeah. like, it's been coming up a lot for me of, like, I feel so entitled to have the world always go how I want it to. I feel so entitled that like I need to be taken care of now. And I don't even mean it like in a in a negative bad way. Like, but I'm like, that might be how I I even told my husband today. I'm like, I, f- I feel like I was just fe- being super entitled about that. Almost as a way of like understanding what the behavior is. Mm-hmm. And then being like, I can step, I can all right, I can see where I was entitled. I'm gonna step back. Mm-hmm. And I think even like even the word entitled, I think, is so loaded. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's such a for loaded sure, word. Society. Yeah. Nobody, yeah. Like even to say it right. You're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds, sounds yeah. Horrible. But like, <laughs> it's almost this like, you know, when I can step back of like, who am I to actually think the world needs to be how I want it to be all the time? But at the end of the day, right. that's how that's how nine billion people are actually functioning. That they think it wanted to be. Wait, say that again. Like we, like every ultimately, everybody wants the world to go the way they want it to go. Oh yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's not like oh, you special entitled person of like no, no, no. That's that's how humans behave. Right. We want it to go the way we want it to go, and. Like to be able to have that insight of like, oh, okay, I see that. I see that humanness 
Do I want to, do I want to, what do I want to do with that information? Right. Yeah. And I guess I've just been working on like, and again, it's a tricky word because I think entitled is so loaded, but it's almost, it, it takes the pressure off for me. Like when I'm like, oh, I think I was being entitled there. Like I, I wanted it to go the way I wanted it to go. And then I'm like, well, okay. It doesn't always have to go the way I want it to go. All right. Like it almost helps me kind of step back on that demanding part. Yeah. Yeah. I find it particularly hard when it comes to my children. And and sometimes we probably run into that this with patients too. Like you feel this huge amount of responsibility to like raise them right and to um, whatever that means. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um um, and yeah, so I do have a harder time, like letting that go saying it doesn't need to be done this way, you know? Um, and just like, like, for example, like, um, if, if my husband's getting them ready in the morning, he knows that they like to take the bus. So you need to get them ready in time so they can get on the bus you know, they don't like it when you're running late and they want you to take them to school. But like, and so you have to drive them to school. Like, does that really matter? No. But the first thought that comes into my head is he clearly doesn't care about what they, you know, like. that's the first thought. And that's not a very like, that's not the, you know, pleasant thought, you know, because he does care, you right. know, totally. just, for him. And you, and you have the insight like, of like seeing that, right? Like the story I'm telling myself in my head is that he doesn't care. Is that serving me? Is it serving him? Is that serving my kids? Right. Or like now that I have that awareness, I can just let that thought is that, that just because it's the like that's so profound, right? Just because it's the first thought that comes into my our heads, it doesn't mean it's the right one. Not, right. Not that there's a right thought. But like we give so much weight to the first thought. And we're like, it's kind of random, or it's just a the repetitive one. Right. From like the what was it you used to say? Was it like facty or something? Or the facty like, thoughts? I don't know. There's some, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Totally. Like yeah. the first one's the one that's the fact. <laughs> right. They're like, no, it's just the, the first neuron that came into consciousness or like the one that's been there since you were 13. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the, you know, I, I, another thing on this whole thing is like, just because we get awareness, you know, like we have awareness now and we have awareness of like facts aren't, their thoughts aren't facts and all that stuff. It's like, it doesn't absolve us from just being human and being busy and having, right. cort and having cortisol. Right. You know, like it's all going to still happen. Like today, today I got it got heated because my partner said that a receptionist said that I'm too blunt and that means that I don't appreciate them. Mm, yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I've been like, I, you know me. And he's like, yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. they, they think it means you don't appreciate them. And I'm like, that's their thoughts, <laughs> you know, but it's like, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know, and, and I look back on it and I'm like, I wasn't chill. I was probably pretty responsive. Like, probably pretty responding to that more, you know, like, and I'm like, you still aren't like, I'm not perfect. Like yeah. we, we aren't, and we never will be. Right. Right. And like, we then, you know, it'd be nice to, now that we know all these secret coaching tricks, like, I think life is a lot better. Yeah. But sometimes you just have busy days and we're tired and. Yeah. Yeah. I think a big difference for me. So one thing I did notice, even though I was still, so we have talked a lot about that, that these things are still going to happen. We're still going to be human. And that's really helpful. Um, but what I noticed was I was still got pissed. I still like yelled at my kids. I still wasn't like in felt like I didn't feel like that was my best self, you know, but I, I think in the past I would be like, I would get into this spiral of like, um, well, I, this just isn't working. Like I have to change my life. Like everything sucks. You know what I mean? Whereas 
Whereas I think this time around, I'm at least like, like trying to explore, like, this is really just something in my brain, you know what I mean? Like, and, and I, it does give us a lot more power. I've noticed it gives me a lot more like of an empowered feeling to be like, well, what's really going on here is, am I really powerless in this situation? Am, am I like stuck or is it something that I can dig into in my, you know, like into the emotions, into the feelings and, and feel like, like different about it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think what I see a lot for a lot of people and I found it to be true for me is like, I can, I don't know the word get over it, but like you process it, you see it, you had awareness, you got Mm -hmm. curious about it. And then like, and then tomorrow can happen. Right. But like before it'd be like, I'm stuck on this problem. I'm going to be stuck on this problem for like two or three weeks now. I'm just going to, you know, and it's like, we have the tools now to be like, okay, well I had a busy day and I had to get to this dinner and I was tired. And so I said that thing. And like, of course, of course that happened and like, blah, blah, blah. And then you can like, boom, have tomorrow happen. Right. It's like, it's almost like it helps us process stuff so that you can now you don't, you're not carrying all the baggage forward. Yeah. 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 I think it does give a lot more, like does empower me more than I I used to feel. I feel more empowered than I used to. I I think so. I'm like to, to realize how much power we actually have and like the changing the damn filters or like re- realizing what filter you had on, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. The tired, hungry mommy filter. <laughs> totally. And then, and then you're like, they're like, maybe I should, you know, have a snack. <laughs> yeah. And then of course his, my son's favorite restaurant is Olive Garden. And I like have a lot of trouble with wheat and dairy. So <laughs> like, How do you like, function at Olive Garden with trouble with wheat and dairy? I know. <laughs> so it just added to my grumpiness. <laughs> uh, like literally going through the menu, right? We get it for we get it brought to our office a lot. I'm like literally going through the menu. I'm like, think it's in. yeah. They have like a salmon. I think they have a salmon dish that doesn't have any. That's I mean that's what I had, but <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, that's funny. Yeah, anyway. I think I mean I think the work, I the work that people can do on perfectionism is like so powerful yeah realizing it like part of it's just you know a trauma coping response part of it is because you do care and it's wonderful that you care you know like there's so many different pieces to it yeah and and the other thing um, with my perfectionism I'm struggling with like and and we've talked about this too before but like letting things go but still still wanting to do things well, you know what I mean? Just not letting it go to that next level, you know, of pathologicalness. Yeah. I don't think that's a word, but. <laughs> but we'll make it a word. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, the Buddha, the Buddhist tendency of like finding joy or fulfillment in the work and being detached from the outcome. Yeah. Would be That's like if I was to like drop the, the Eastern philosophy on that human issue. Yeah. And that's extremely challenging in our line of training and work. I mean, you know, it's it great. was all about the outcome. It's all about the outcome. And you can be perfect and it's still a bad outcome. Or right. I'm yeah. like, sometimes I'm like, did medicine and surgery like, not realize how how the world actually works right no they don't like stuff breaks and it's not always the doctor's fault like you know like cars wear out we're not blaming the manufacturer but like this is just that was a bad road you know like i don't know i can't think of another system that like has this like perfectionism to the fault of killing its people. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's really crazy. Mm-hmm. Did you see the, did you see the guest coach Krista? She was on like last week. 
She's I the think OB I caught guy. part of it. Yes, coaches. Ob, she's a guy. Yeah. she's an Ob guy in yeah. the Twin Cities, and they had nine physician suicides last year. Yes, yes, I did catch that part. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, I'm like, what's happening? And I wonder, like, how much of it is perfectionism, mm-hmm. cortisol, mm-hmm. doing too much and not realizing like their body can't handle it. Yeah, sleep deprivation is probably a huge part of it. Sleep deprivation. The cold. Yeah. Don't think about the Twin Cities. They have to get up early and plug in their car. Um, But yeah, I mean, like, all the point being, like, the work that I think coaching does and, you know, to work on the perfectionism and to be curious about it of like, do we actually have to be perfect everywhere in life or just when we're like setting bones, <laughs> like <laughs> trying to get the kidney to drain, um, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, that's where, that's the data on coaching of like, it's saving lives. It's preventing burnout because people are like, Oh, can I can like back off a couple of degrees and like the house is still standing. That's nice to know. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely easy for me to lose the big picture and and get caught up in the getting every detail perfect. Yeah, and I think, you know, for me, because like what you're saying, like, I totally get it, is like, it's that cyclone of like, you can like self, it's like the positive feedback, yeah, positive feedback loop, right? Like you can make it worse. And, and so oh, unless, yeah. you're like, unless you're like, oh, I caught it now. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting too, because um when it, it it's it's good to have um groups too where you can see their perspective and you're like, oh wait, everybody's having the same problem, or you know what I mean? So it's like, for example, with my husband, it's like, so if I get out of this marriage and into another one, the other thing I'm realizing with coaching is a lot of times those things follow you, you know? And so sorting out, I think that can be true with jobs and stuff too. And it definitely can be helpful to change your situation sometimes, but sometimes all that just follows you, you know, because, um, it's a common theme. And yeah, because you're still you. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And there's no, and that was like, you know, the other thing of perfectionism, like there's a perfect job. There's a perfect spouse. There's a perfect kid. There's a per like, no, right. there isn't. Exactly. Yes. You can, you can yeah. stop the hunt. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. And I mean, these things have been around since the beginning of time. The grass is always greener. I mean, people have known this for a while. <laughs> it's just like, I know, you know, people are like, you know, or, you know, not that people say this to me, but they're like, what's coaching, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's literally ancient shit. We're just, we forgot. We got to remember it again. Yeah, like, exactly. This is not, this is not like 2022 level newness, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's hard. Like, and that's why it's like, I will argue with any of this if I think that that's reasonable or it needs to be questioned. Like I'm pretty stubborn, but I'm mm-hmm. like, when does trying not to be perfect, not benefit somebody, you know? Right. It's like this stuff works. Yeah. Well, it, like you always say fighting with reality, like thinking that everything can be perfect is just fighting with reality. Yeah, it's it's not being human. It's not the way the world works. Yeah, and then we're like, but we, oh, think- we were told that for like a decade at least. Exactly, that's exactly it. Yeah, so it's hard to rewire that. It's super hard to rewire, and it, and the other thing you know, I think that that everybody in our boat will agree with is like perfectionism benefited us. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. It got us into med school. It got us into residency. It got us through residency and, you know, all that stuff of like, it got us a nice paying job. <laughs> like, right. These traits are, it's not like just get rid of everything that like, it got you here. But right. like, 
it starts to hurt you at some point. Yeah. Once you get into pathologicalness. <laughs> yeah. <Way> yeah. New <laughs> word. <laughs> totally. And then you're like, maybe I don't want to see my seven-year-old beat themselves up. Exactly. I already see it a little bit in my son and that's, it's challenging. And I, I think, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not beating myself up, but I know some of it I put there, <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. Well, I like to tell my, that's better than me. I like to tell myself like, it's just, it's just genes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just got half of mine. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> because like this, you know, they'll, they'll start, like it happens. Like then you realize how young it happens. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh, she doesn't want to do it because she can't, she's not good at it right away. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be good mm-hmm. at this right away. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, to me, I'm like, how would I, should I have been parented differently on that? You know? And like, and you know, and I think that the black and white thinking of like, well, my kids are just going to do nothing then. of like, probably not. Right. <laughs> They're right. probably going to be functional. Even if I don't say like, got to make the Dean's list. Yeah. I mean, I I see, I was like this when I was growing up too, but I see my son put the pressure on himself. I definitely don't need to do that, but. um, Yeah. They're already doing it to themselves without you. Right. Exactly. I think the other thing that helps a lot with like the perfectionism and like, it needs to be this way and this way and this way is seeing like I'll pay attention to like maybe what somebody else's husband's like <laughs> and I'll be like oh I got it good <laughs> yeah. right like it's almost it's like I guess I want to say it's like you know using gratitude yes to yeah. like to like buffer or like counter the like yeah it needs to be more like this in my life of like oh it's already freaking awesome <laughs> like, right yeah you know, like the horror, you probably get this too, like but the horror stories you hear at the hospital and like in the relationships and the blah, blah, blahs. And then you're like, oh, I got real good over here. Right. Exactly. I should not fuck this up. <laughs> like... Yeah. So that, that brought up one other thought that sometimes I struggle with is. um, So feeling like you're OK with things not being perfect, but then still, but then dealing with that feeling that you're settling right like because I was type a shot for the stars you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like well I can't settle Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah like yeah that's just not what I do (laughs) you know totally well I I mean I think like you know the more formal coach who wasn't shooting the shit with you because it's awesome late at night and this is fun but like the more formal coach would be like what's settling mean what are you making that mean Right, yes. right. <laughs> you have a very not, excellent paying job and a spouse who helps with the like. What are you settling right now? Like, right. so like I, I think you know the settling is like the same as perfectionism. In the yeah. sense of like, what is it? Is settling even obtainable for you? Like, is it even possible for you to settle? <laughs> like. <laughs> It's that black and white, like, well, if I don't have my cortisol on and I'm not, like, scanning the horizon, the house is going to fall down. Like, test the theory. It probably won't. You probably won't be settling. You might actually be calm enough that, like, creative energy can come out of you and you can create something totally new that you didn't even know was possible in your life. Right. Yeah. Because you're not just, like, you know, focused on... You can let that go. And then that's where, like, the creative next chapter comes out yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah because that like like you that's a good point what you're settling for is a totally made-up definition just like what is perfect you know what I mean so yeah yeah no but it's just and quickly back on what you're saying about you have it pretty good I mean people actually tell me all the time how great my husband is (laughs) So, I mean, I know that. It's good to know you didn't settle. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And for me, because, you know, I, I work on that thought too, of like, there was actually like two things in 2023 that I was like going to do and going to sign up for. And I ditched both of them. Mm-hmm. I was just like, nope. Boom. And so I like, I'm purposefully creating more space in my life. Yeah. To, to not do those things. And so it's like, the world is full of stuff for any of us to do. Yeah. It does not mean we need to do it right now. Right. Yep. Right. Of like, it's there, man. It is there. And you're probably not missing out by not doing it. Today. Right. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. the, The other thing is like, you know, to be like, Am I settling today? Is that okay? Because I got to take care of my health, you know? But like on the grand scheme, there's not a surgeon who settles, right? Like you already have it. If this was it, you've look at what we've accomplished. It's insane. Right. 38% of Americans make it through college. 38 you said yeah i didn't I realize just, it was I, that just, I just read that yesterday <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it's like we already have done amazing things right and it's like, well the other thing do. the other thing too and i think we've talked a little bit about this before is i've also tried to work on the thought like it doesn't really matter like if all you ever did, if you didn't finish high school and you just and you got a job at McDonald's, like it doesn't really matter. Is that settling? Not necessarily. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, yeah, that's like the what is what is settling. Right. And I exactly. think, you know, even like where does the thought come from? Not that we know where thoughts come from, but like, you know, it's that cortisol, go, go, go. I'm on edge. I'm scanning the horizon. Mm-hmm. That kind of creates the like. Because I think like, am I settling is kind of the same as like, is shit going to fall apart if I'm not like on high sure. all the time? Sure. And yeah. it, it might just be another rendition of like tricky perfectionism brain being like, pay attention to me. Right. <laughs> yeah. I know how we'll this world's supposed to work. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, no. Yeah. I mean, the. The the conference Jess and I just went to in Maui, which is where I decided to like ditch those the two 2023 projects is like so much ego work. And I think it goes back to like the entitlement thing of like when you can see like these these forces of like it's just my ego trying to be very important. Mm-hmm. Right. And do I do I have an opportunity to be like, oh. No, I, I want to try to not have my ego run the show today. See, see what see what happens. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. See what happens. See what happens. See what happens. Because yeah. your ego is going to show up again tomorrow. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There'll be another opportunity for that. For sure. Another opportunity. But yeah. yeah, like the the work on ego, I think, is super fun. And just be like, that's my ego wanting to be right again. Because it's almost like it's like this p- brain part. And then you can like see it, right? You like see your ego. And then you're and then you're like, I'm not my ego. That's just my ego doing its thing to be relevant and important. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I've, I've come across some of that. I think Eckhart Tolle talks a lot, a lot about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I never really delved into it much, I'll be honest. <laughs> well, no, because like we never, we don't like to think about ourselves being entitled. <laughs> like, right. Like, exactly. That word's like, oh, ego. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not me. I'm not. I'm no. Not, I'm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, then you realize like, oh, we all have it. Right. And yeah. It's like super strong in some people. And some people are like, it's, it's not super strong. Yeah. Like the, the wanting to be right, the wanting to be relevant, the wanting to blah, blah, blah is like, that's it. That's in everybody. And at the end of the day, does it, has it got us here, but does it continue to serve us? Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, I definitely and struggle with the wanting to be relevant, you know, as like a five foot little woman, I feel like I've always had to go above and beyond to get people to take me seriously, <laughs> you know? Totally. So, yeah. Yeah. I hear you. It's like, and then it's like, you know, the, the inner work of like, am I relevant to myself? Right. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> I see. I see. I have more work to do. <laughs> right. I do. Yep. Always. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you know, for coaching to like give us the tools to be able to have a conversation like this, like what's more fun? Yeah. Yeah. It's like so good. And it, like to, to me, it's like if you get to the point where you can kind of laugh at the humanness, like humans are like in our brains, like just crazy stuff we've been given. Yeah. And it, it's hard work. It's really hard. Someone said to me once, like, um, cause I was like, cause it's hard work to really take the time to like process this, to build that awareness. You have to cons- every day you have to get up and decide you're going to do it and all that type of stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's, that's like so hard. And they're like, well, what you're doing is hard. <laughs> you know, that's why I'm looking for an alternative. <laughs> right. So, And like living a life where it's not examined is also very hard for people. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just like hard in a different way. Mm-hmm. Of, like always chasing the greener grass mm-hmm. they don't exactly. see they don't see that that's like something you could not maybe not do yep right like it's it's, it's just all hard it's all hard right <laughs> just all hard you mm-hmm. want some insight into the hardness exactly but yeah i think i think you know on like on that is like I'm like can i get to the point where like i don't have to run models or i don't have to like can i just not deal it's because sometimes I just want like a day off, right? Can I just, mm-hmm. I just want to kind of throw a fit right now. Like, yeah. That fine? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Throw a fit tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll get back on the horse. It's fine. Yes. We'll try yes. to, we'll try to manage your actions tomorrow. Like, you know, like we don't have to be perfect at this either. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like besides surgery, which in and of itself is ridiculous because you can be perfect and it still turns out poorly. Mm-hmm. Like we don't actually have to be perfect at anything. Right. And you, we're doing so much better than like, I saw this thing was on the internet today. It was like, there are 8 billion people who would love to change places with us. I, wait, how many people are in the world now? I think nine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess they got a little behind. It's like I know. I think I've been was saying seven for a while. Somebody yeah, I've been me. saying seven for a while. But uh, yeah, people had sex while we weren't watching. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. like, you know, it's just those little, and it's never to like be like, darn it, be grateful. Like it's never to like beat us into feeling bad, but it's just like that perspective, right? Of like, I was looking at a, pic, a thing of Zelensky, you know, and I was like. I can handle my problems today. My problems are perfect problems to have for me today. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, perspective and gratitude is has been a part of like every major religion and philosophy for eons. So even though I resist it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, I, I was like listening on the sidelines to this whole gratitude thing for like a while because I'm like, I, yeah. don't, I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah. No, same. <laughs> What are they trying to get out of me for this? Are they just trying to guilt me into like feeling better? And now I'm like, oh, it helps chill me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and uh, I've, I've resisted that one. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because the people want to, like, like, they want you to do stuff. They're like, write five things at the end of each day. Like, I'm like, no. But I could pay attention to some gratitude stuff every once in a while. Yeah. I had this uh, retired general surgeon as a patient today. He's in a wheelchair, broke his hip, is in rehab. And like, it was just this moment of like, this is fucking fleeting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was, 
it was just a beautiful, like, it was lovely to chat with him. He told me about his training and like, you know, he was the first to do surgery in this hospital in this place. And like, he told me his stories. It was just a beautiful thing. But like, what's, I was like, it's, it's going to go, you know, mm-hmm. like it's yeah. going to go. And so then I'm like, okay, well, I, I'll, I'll, I'll try to not get bent out of shape about what the receptionist thinks about me today. Cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the grad again, like the the gratitude stuff works, use it. If it if it doesn't, don't use it. But it's just another tool of like at least Olive Garden is salmon. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Totally. I I did survive. I managed. (laughs) Oh totally. Yeah, Olive Garden is a raging success for a reason. <laughs> like <Right. laughs> they've kind of nailed it, but there is a lot of gluten. Yeah. And yeah. dairy. And dairy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Totally. It's American yeah. Italian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we're totally over time. That was a blast. Yeah. yeah, thanks a lot. Hope I was remotely helpful. I'm sure it there was. were there were some nuggets in there. You're doing great. Thank you. You're all doing great. (laughs) Oh, awesome. All right. Until next time. Okay. Have a good day. Bye-bye.